0: Let us turn our attention to the opening of God's Word and allow God to speak to us. And today, on this Father's Day, I'd like us to think about a Father that carries us. A Father that carries us. And we're going to be reading just a couple of verses from Deuteronomy in chapter 1 and verses 29 through 31. If you will, if you are physically able, will you stand with me in honor and reverence of the reading of God's Holy Word today? Deuteronomy chapter 1, beginning in verse 29. Then I said to you, Do not be in dread or afraid of them. The Lord your God, who goes before you, will himself fight for you, just as he did for you in Egypt, before your eyes, and in the wilderness, where you have seen how the Lord your God carried you as a man carries his son all the way that you went unto, until you came, to this place. And all of God's children said, Amen. You may be seated. In this passage of Scripture, of Deuteronomy, it is the last book of the Pentateuch, that we believe that Moses wrote himself, all except the last chapter that most likely Joshua wrote in dealing with the death of Moses. Moses is gathering this younger generation along with Joshua and Caleb. And he is preparing them to move into the promised land. And in doing so, he is retelling the story, if you will, of what had happened some 40 years ago. And he's retelling the story to the younger generation. You know, pausing to reflect on life is what Moses is doing here and that is helpful to us as well. Pausing to think and to reflect to see how God's faithfulness has been towards us even in our wilderness wanderings. Here Moses reminds this generations the word of the Lord. How the Lord your God who goes before him will fight for you. And just as he did for you in Egypt before your eyes, and here he speaks of how he brought them out of slavery, out of bondage to the Egyptians. And he says, and in the wilderness where they had dwelt for this some 40 years, and that generation passed on, God reminds them that I carried you all the way through the wilderness. I carried you there. You might not have recognized it or understood it and your parents and your grandparents didn't fully trust my voice but it was me who kept you alive in the wilderness. I am your heavenly father and as a father affectionately carries his son so I carry my people. Oh how good it is for the soul to stop and to ponder upon the faithfulness of God and to see how he carries us even in our wilderness experiences. You see, the father carries his children. Amen. I love to see a father carry his children. The mother is the first to carry a child in her womb, but I love to see how a father carries his children. It is a beautiful sight. And so today, and for just a few minutes, as I reflected upon my Father carrying me and how the Heavenly Father carries us, let us look at that thought of how God carries us through this wilderness land, leading us onward into the great land of promise, paradise, heaven, the new heaven, the new earth, one glorious day. The first I thought of how my Father carried me to the table each morning. He jokes that he did it when I was 19. That is not necessarily true. But I remember my father carrying me to the table each morning. We had a little coffee table in the living room, and there would be my breakfast prepared for me before school that day. Dad would pick me up out of the bed. Yes, I was spoiled, no doubt. Some of you are thinking, boy, he was spoiled. You're right. My dad did spoil me, and he would pick me up and carry me to the table and gently sit me down where I had my lukewarm chocolate milk. Not too hot, not too cold. Lukewarm chocolate milk and my Nesquik bunny cup that had the little ears for the holders. Anybody remember those? Amen. And there would be before me breakfast, bacon and eggs or sometimes Pop-Tarts or a good honey bun put in the microwave, and cut. he'd cut it in pieces for me as well. I was spoiled, I'll tell you. For Him to do that. But you know our Heavenly Father carries us to the table as well, does He not? Our Heavenly Father carries us to the table of salvation to feast upon His grace and His mercies. Our Heavenly Father carries us to the table of daily fellowship where we draw strength and nourishment for our soul that keeps us going on and living by faith. He carries us to the table of communion as well. And you know, if you've ever wondered, this is one of the uh, things of the Baptist faith is where the communion table is set. It's not set behind an altar where you cannot approach it. It's set in the front. You can easily approach this table and that is symbolic of how each person can come to the table and feast upon God's grace and love. When I uh, serve The Lord's Supper, I do not stand in front of the table. You don't have to go through a man to come to the table of God, but you come directly to the table. I stand behind, and I'm a participant like you, feasting upon the goodness of God. Symbolically, that shows us that we have a seat at the table, that God carries us through the wilderness to the table to feast upon His goodness and upon His grace. Even many times, like the children of Israel, didn't even understand how God carried them he carries us in our times of wilderness, even when we don't know it, even when we don't understand, our God is carrying us. He is bringing us to nourishment. He is bringing us to communion. He is bringing us to salvation. And beloved, there's so much talk of meals in the Bible, and that's one reason I think I like being a Baptist. There's a lot of talk of meals in the Bible as well as in the Baptist church, amen? But I want to tell you, there's a great supper coming that the Bible speaks about. The marriage supper of the Lamb. And yes, we do experience our wilderness now. Yes, there are hardships, there are illnesses, there are pains, there are woes. There is discouragement along the way. But beloved, I want you to know, just as my father carried me to that little coffee table out in Waco for breakfast, Our Heavenly Father is going to carry us all the way home into heaven one day. His hands are secure, and they are strong, and they are faithful to carry you to the table each and every day. I also remember my father carrying me when we would go on camping trips to Laurel Lake. That was always one of our vacations for many years. And I remember being a little boy, and we would. Uh, Dad liked trout fishing. He never was much of a bass fisherman, but he liked trout fishing, and uh, so we would go trout fishing at night. So we would get back in the middle of the night or early in the morning, and I remember the path would be dark going up to our camp, and he would tie off there uh, on the on the bank, and then he would carry me up the dark path. I thought of how God carries us through the dark paths of our life. Amen. We don't see the dangers all the time. We just know it's dark. But God knows where everything is located. And He keeps us safe. And He embraces us. And He carries us in His arms. Dad would have one handful of uh, fishing poles and tackle box and everything else. And the other hand I would be in. God does lead us along. He gives us guidance on the dark paths of life. He gives us help on the dark paths of life. He protects us from harm in the dark paths of life. Many of you all that have been in church for years remember the poem called Footprints in the Sand. It's a beautiful poem and for your younger generations, uh, let it open your ears and hear the beautiful words of this poem written by Mary Stevenson many years ago. Footprints in the Sand is the name. I was walking along the beach with the Lord. Many scenes from my life I flashed across the sky. In each scene I noticed footprints in the sand. Sometimes there were two sets of footprints. Other times there was only one set of footprints. This bothered me because I noticed that during the low periods of my life, when I was suffering from anguish, sorrow, or defeat, I could see only one set of footprints. So I said to the Lord, You promised me, Lord, that if I followed you, you would walk with me always. But I have noticed that during the most trying periods of my life, there has only been one set of footprints in the sand. Why, when I needed you most, have you not been there for me? The Lord replied, The times when you have seen only one set of footprints in the sand is when I carried you. That's a beautiful poem that still speaks to us today of how God carries us through the dark paths of life, even when we don't know it. His arms are everlasting. They are strong and secure. And He leads His children along, never forsaking us. Another time I remember my father carrying me was, it was Christmas time and it was a, uh, we were having the play and I had a scene in the play and I wasn't feeling too good uh, that afternoon but went on, didn't think much about it. I was uh, probably close to Tori's age, about 11 or 12 not over that, I do not believe, but I did my scene. I only had one scene that year, and I did that scene. I wasn't feeling right, and I went up and did my scene, turned around and looked at Bob Taylor. Some of you might remember Bob. He's went on to be with the Lord now at home. He pastored uh, Gethsemane and also Pilot Knob Baptist Church, and I looked at Brother Bob and I said, "I don't feel, I don't feel right. I feel like I'm going to be sick." And he said, "We're well, going back." So I walked to the back of the aisle. The church was packed. I got to the back, and there were youth uh, sitting around or uh, standing on the back wall of the old church at Waco. I got back there, and I, everything. My feet just started getting heavy, and my eyes got real dark, and I passed out. And uh Danny Young, one of my friends, thought I was just joking around like I always did. So he slung me and I hit the floor. And uh, uh as I passed out, they carried me. I was sick. And I remember my dad, uh, they went and got dad while the play. And dad picked me up and carried me down to the house that evening. And I remember that. I remember it hurt my dad's back, actually. The only time I've ever known my dad to have back problems. He hurt at that time, pulled a muscle and uh, had to have treatment for many months. But the Lord carries us when we are sick. I want you to know that. He provides for us. Our needs are met when we're sick. He scoops us up when we are unable to even walk and have strength in our own being to walk and to carry ourselves. God carries us along. Oh, think of the beautiful 23rd Psalm. The Lord is our shepherd, we shall not want. He walks with us through the what? The valley of the shadow of death. He walks with us there. He carries us. He is the good shepherd. And you know in the scripture this morning. Moses reminded them that it was God who carried you in the wilderness. You, you wouldn't have been able to last out there. God provide manna. Uh, "...from the sky that fell upon the floor of the earth, and you picked it up, and you had bread. He provided water from a rock one time to give you drink when you were thirsty." He made sure their clothes lasted, their shoes, they did not wear out those 40 years. God carried them even though they didn't understand it, even though many times they didn't recognize it. None of them would have lasted through the wilderness experience for 40 years if God had not been carrying them all along. Brothers and sisters, it is the exact same for us. If it wasn't for God, we would die in this foreign land. If it wasn't for God, we would not have strength for life. If it wasn't for God, we'd have no one to carry us when we were sick. Not only did Dad carry me to the table, not only did he carry me on the dark path, not only did he carry me when I was sick, but my most comical one is when he carried me in a race. It was a father-son banquet this time of year. And we had it on a Saturday afternoon, and there were games, and fathers uh, had did activities with their sons. And, and one of the last things we did was a father-son three-legged race. How many of you had the three-legged race? Yeah, I hated those. When you're uncoordinated, it's not fun. And uh, so they hooked me to Dad. I was a little boy now. I'll remind you, I was a little boy. Only came up to Dad about there. But I remember Dad, if you all don't know Dad... Uh, he is very competitive, and he always has, and even with Alzheimer's now, he's still competitive. Uh, so he's been talking about going to fights and winning money on Friday nights, and uh, I don't know where that's come from. He's still competitive. Well, at that Father, son, three-legged race. They tied our legs together. And I remember as a little boy, dad looking down at me and says, hold on, bud. And he scooped up my other arm and this leg never even touched the ground <laughs> as we scooted across there and we won the father, son, or he won the father, son race. That was so funny. I don't, e- I don't even, I didn't do anything. I was just like flopping around like a rag doll that day. But you know what? As my dad carried me to victory that day, so our Father carries us to victory. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. You have victory. God's going to carry each one of His children to victory in all things. Amen. What a beautiful God we serve. What a sweet heavenly Father. And I want to tell you, maybe you didn't didn't or don't have a dad like me. I, I just want to encourage you. You have a heavenly father that will do everything for you that I've mentioned today and so much more. He will carry you to the table if you'll trust him. And just put yourself in his arms. He will carry you through the dark path. Beloved, I promise you, he will carry you when you're sick. He will carry you. To victory. And these things we believe by faith. Put your hand in the hand of Almighty God the Father. Two things I want us to note as we close today. Dad physically carried me in his desire to be a loving father. By that I mean he put hands and feet to his soul and heart. And therefore, we who have received Christ and have the Spirit in our lives should also serve the Lord with our bodies. That we should put hands and feet to not, feet not only to our prayers, but to our service and to our worship. Or else, as James says, it's a useless faith. It's a worthless faith. And most likely not even true faith at all. Dad put his hands upon me and carried me, and expressed His love, His care, His concern. And so our Heavenly Father's Father does the same. You see, we can't just say, well, I made a spiritual decision to accept Christ, but we live as we want with our bodies. That's not true Christianity, my friend. We don't separate, well, this is my spiritual life, this is church morning, but Monday morning and Friday night and Saturday night and all the other days. That's my, that's my work life or that's my casual life. That's my play life. No, 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 no. Once we receive salvation, salvation means it is a life with Jesus Christ. That is to be lived out each day. It's not that this is my spiritual life and this is my work life. Beloved, they must match. And our spiritual life is our life in Jesus Christ. And we need to serve Him with our hands and with our feet and with our tongues. We can't just say, yeah, I went to the altar one day. We can't just say, yeah, the pastor baptized me when I was such and such age. We can't just say, yeah, I attend West Side Baptist Church. But because of Jesus Christ living in our life, because we have received Him, He does lead us. And we put hands and feet to our thoughts, to our prayers, and to our life. And He uses us as many fathers have been used to scoop people up, to help them in their journey, to carry them when they're sick, to lead them to the table, to bring them on to victory when they're too feeble, to even walk themselves. If our bodies are not used for acts of worship, acts of service and love as we are moved by the Spirit within us, then we need to rethink our Christianity. If my Father never touched me, I would probably be bitter. If He had never carried me, I might have thought, does He love me? Does He care for me? I do not have to wonder about that because he did and does even with Alzheimer's tell me he loves me. I don't have to wonder if Dad cared for me because he put his hands to my body and picked me up throughout my life. And so let not people wonder about our faith. Let us not keep our hands to help each other to our side. Let us carry others. Let us love them. Fathers, I look out here and I see some great fathers. And, and you know, uh, a lot of times traditionally uh, in the church, it's pretty well known that on Mother's Day we beautify the ladies and on Father's Day we scold them for how they have failed in every area of life. I don't want to do that because I see some good fathers out here. Some godly fathers. Uh, one little boy was asked, "What's the difference between Mother's and F- Mother's Day and Father's Day?" He said, "Basically, it's the same except Mother's Day costs more." <laughs> Fathers, I honor you. I honor you, and I thank you. I thank you for putting hands and feet, and prayers to your spiritual life. I thank you for your service in this church. I thank you for how I've watched you carry others and how you carry and have carried your children and still are in other ways even when you're not physically able to anymore. Thank you. God bless you, fathers. But when we think of the heavenly father's care and how he uses this picture, and isn't it interesting that The very thing that blessed me so much in my childhood of dad carrying me is the same picture that God uses to express to his children in the wilderness. He says, I carried you. I carried you in the wilderness or else you would not have made it and would not be entering into the promised land. You might think of other pictures and times in your life of when God carried you When you were sick, when you were scared on a dark path, when you were hungry and needed brought to the table, when you needed victory in your life. But I want to point you to the greatest picture of God carrying us was in the person and the life of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ carried us. He carried our weaknesses. He carried our failures He carried our fears upon Himself at the cross of Calvary. He bore our transgressions, our sins. And because of Jesus, here it is, beloved, because of Jesus Christ, because God so loved you and desires to carry you, He sent His only Son, Jesus Christ, into the world. God in the flesh, Emmanuel, God with us. Because of Jesus, you can be brought to the table of salvation and eternal life today. He'll carry you there if you'll trust the nail-scarred hand. Because of Jesus Christ, you're carried through the dark paths of life. Even when you don't see the path well because it is so dark and intimidating and scary, He will carry you. Trust the nail-scarred hand. Because of Jesus, He will carry you along in your times of illness. Illness and sickness of soul, of mind, of body. Jesus Christ will carry you and lead you along in this life. And beloved, because of Jesus Christ, He's carrying us to victory. We are tied to Him in the race. And He will reach His arm around ours. And carry us to the finish line. Even when we feel that we do not have strength for the next step. Because of Jesus. You can be brought to victory today. And many of you will. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Would you trust the nail scarred hand today? Have you trusted him in your life? Today is a good day. To say I place my hand in the nail scarred hand of Jesus. I trust you, Lord. I trust you to bring me to the table. I trust you to lead me on the dark path. I trust you, Lord, to lead me uh, even when I'm sick and carry me. I trust you, Lord, to carry me to victory. Would you come today and say that to the Lord? I trust you, and I place my hand in the nail-scarred hand of Jesus. Maybe you're a Christian, but you're a weary traveler right now. And you just need to get alone with God and pray for strength. Or I'm here to pray with you. Whatever the Holy Spirit is leading you today to act upon, would you place your hand in the hand that will carry you all the way through life? He loves you and He desires to do that today.